Pickaxe. I could say all those things and there'd be a part of you that would listen, right? Because remember, there's mm -hmm. two parts of you. And then that other part of you would be like, no, it's not enough. Hello, friend. Give me just one How second. How are you? No, of course. I'm doing great, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing well. Let me just, I'm a boomer, so you got to give me a second, bro. <laughs> it's fine. No, don't worry about it. You're all good. All right, there we go. And can you, can you count to 10 for me? Of course. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, awesome. six, seven, eight. Oh, brilliant. perfect. Yeah, that was great. So welcome, Jack. Sorry, I'm going to grab my notebook. Of um, course. Thank you so much. So first, uh, you know, welcome to the stream. Thank you. We're honored to have you. Um, is there something in particular that you prefer to be called? Like, what do you go by? I, I just go by Jack. No one Jack? tends okay. to. Most people, in fact, full name me, which is a bit weird. I don't, I don't know. What, like, that's the thing we usually did as kids and then we kind of grow out of. But hmm. I tend to find I'm full named. But no, you can just call me Jack. Okay. So welcome to the stream, Jack. Um, my name is Alok or Dr. K. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to have you here. I'm really glad you agreed to come on. Couple of ground rules. Yes. First of all, nothing that you, uh, you don't have to talk about anything that you don't want to talk about. We oftentimes have a reputation for people coming on and expressing a lot of emotion, but we don't have to do that. Right, I really yeah, yeah. view this as uh, I'm a resource for you. And so anything that you want to talk about or anything that I could help you with, I'm more than happy to. Does mm -hmm. that work for you? Yeah, brilliant. Cool. So anything that you want to talk about or anything I can help you with? This is this is the one where it's difficult because we uh, this, I think you guys reached out to me in july and, and and every time it's been like yeah i'll come on this week and then something will come up sure. and i've been incredibly busy um and i think one thing there were kind of two things that came out uh, one thing that came out through that process was i'm really bad at organizing myself i'm okay. I'm, ter I'm terribly if not busy mentally busy which is a different thing entirely um like a lot of the time when people ask me to do things i'll be like oh no i'm busy which isn't always the case i actually don't have that many things to do a lot of the time but i'm very mentally busy i don't always Beautifully know said how to wrap my head around all the things that are going off at once. So, you know, that, that's one thing. Uh, and then I suppose uh, another thing that I, I thought about uh, probably a couple of weeks ago, but I'm, I'm a little bit like I've got a bit of brain fog because I just moved and I, I'm like in that process of, you know, like still a bit sleep deprived and stuff. But um, I was thinking about um, kind of this like sense of, of, of self and like who I am in terms of, I was, it was, it came from like a work related thing where I was like thinking about um, how to move forward with some content stuff. And I'm like, well, a lot of people will argue that uh, content creation, um, depending on how you do it, um, is very personality based. And I was like, okay, great. What do people like? What do I bring? What, and then I just kind of sat there and was like, I have no idea what about me makes me. Like, I was like, I don't understand that in the slightest. Beautiful. Um, so that was also, um, I thought maybe a discussion that could be interesting. I don't really know. I don't have much to, to add about it since that was kind of my question. It's no. I have no idea how to approach that problem. But Jack, I, I something I thought about. I think both of those are perfect. Um, oh, so I, I would love to talk to you about either of those two things uh, or mm -hmm. both. So mm -hmm. here's what I heard. One is that like the subjective feeling of being busy yes. may be disconnected from what your calendar looks like. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So we can try to understand, like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what's going on? What makes us feel busy? Um, can I just tell you a quick story about that, by the way? 
Of course. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. So we had uh, so we had a pilot at Healthy Gamer that was high performance coaching. So it was sort of like working with people who were more successful. And so there was right. a really interesting kind of theme that came out of that, which is, you know, some people came into the group coaching process expecting like tips. And they were like, oh, like right. I, they would come in and they say, I want to work on my work-life balance. And so what they were really mm -hmm. hoping for is like a few weeks in, they were kind of disappointed because they were like, I was hoping to be like more efficient, right? I was hoping I could learn from other people who were like more efficient. I'd get tips and then I could be more efficient and then I could improve my work-life balance. But yes. then what we sort of realized after talking with them is that, you know, if you were 10% more efficient, what would you do with the extra time? And the answer right. inevitably was work more. Mm -hmm. And so, so work, which point? Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of this comes from the sort of the idea of like, you know, where does mentally busy come from? Um, mm -hmm. So we could definitely talk about that. And I think the other thing that is very important is your sense of self. So like, who are you? And when you mm. make content, what is it that people resonate with? And um, what do you, you know, how do you make content that is aligned with who you are? Mm. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Um, or which one's more interesting the, to you? I think the one that I'd benefit more from is, is probably the mentally busy part. Um, I, think, I think that's the one I, I'd rather wrap my head around um, okay. than Avatu. So we can first notice what's what's driving your decision. Oh, d being more efficient. It's it's one hundred percent. Right, I realize I'm very. One thing I know about myself is that um, I'm very success driven. Like it, it, throughout every all of life, it's kind of generally that's the thing I'm striving for, um, and uh, I get very upset with failure. To the point, like, like very upset with it. it it's something, mm. and it doesn't even have to be very big failure. Very minute things, kind of. I, I don't have a very good sense of scale. Um, I'm very black and white. Like, it's like uh, success or failure. And that's kind of like the binary sort of system in which everything is one or the other. Uh, and I know that's not quite right. And I'm trying to not be like that. But How do you know that I'm that's not aware. quite right? Well, because certain things, it's not that it's not quite right, I suppose. It's more that it is detrimental to me to get so deeply upset by these things that I categorize as failure. And they're not really that bad. Like, I know deep down that they're not that bad. But I know also that I'm upset by them. And I'd rather not be because I find that in being upset by them, all I do is I become less motivated. I work less. And I stumble into more failures, which I then, like... You know what I mean? It's, it's like this, this cycle that per yeah. perpetuates. Well, yeah. Let, let me see if I heard the cycle correctly. You kind of mm. screw up. Yeah. You tell yourself, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You can bounce back from this. Don't stress about it. Don't worry about it. If you free yourself of screwing up, you can go back to succeeding. But yes. the, the debuff from screwing mm. up mm. causes you to screw up more. Yes. And then maybe even you start beating yourself up for like, why can't I cleanse this debuff? Yeah. That, yeah, that's totally it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. What do you think about that? It's, I think it's my, my biggest, like not my biggest flaw necessarily. The flaw might, might not be the right word, but it's, it's the thing I would wish I could get over because it's the thing that I find causes me to, to, I find that a lot of the time when I'm not doing something, it's like, it's because I'm annoyed about the last thing that went wrong. And that's why this thing's going wrong. And it's like, if I could just move on from the last thing, maybe I could put my full attention into this thing. Okay. Hmm. Sounds like quite a pickle, Jack. 
I, I'm glad you think so. I'm glad you think it's a pickle as well. Yeah. Oh, well, did you think... How does it feel when I say it sounds like quite a pickle? Well, at that point, then it's like, it's like, oh, okay, then no one else, like, like it, it's good that I don't have, sorry, it's not good. I mean, it's, it's more normal that I don't have the answers. Like, I've not been able to figure this out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if you're sat there like, wow, I don't know what, you know, it's like, well, okay, that's, that makes me feel like I've not been, it, there's a certain level of frustration if you were to turn around immediately and go, this is how you fix that. And I'd be like, wow, if I'd known this for the past five years, then I would have been, you know what I mean? If it was yeah. such a simple answer, but to know it it's not, you, I suppose. It would make you feel stupid. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, you, you feel Yeah, stupid. I don't think you're stupid, Jack. No, uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think what you're dealing with is very hard. And I think the reason it's very hard is because being the way that you are, let me know how this feels to you. It, you know, it's kind of like if you weren't so detail-oriented, if you didn't beat yourself up so much, would you mm. be where you are today? It's, that's the difficult question. I don't really know. I, part of me would possibly argue no. Maybe I feel like if I wasn't as um, detail oriented, like you say, I feel like I'd uh, coast more, mm -hmm. and I possibly wouldn't have pushed myself um, like I do because I do push myself quite hard, okay. um, and I don't mind that. I'm quite happy to be the person that stays up till like stupid hours in the morning working. I've, I'm quite fulfilled by being a worker. That that I enjoy, but it's it's when um, it's the consequences of when that goes wrong how it then screws me up for so much lo longer afterwards. That, that's the problem I don't, that's the part I don't like. How do you feel about coasting? Oh yeah, no, I can't do it. I, I, that I'm very, I wish I, I, part of me wishes I could, but then I'd feel lazy. Um, and um, I, I feel lazy enough as it is. And that is, and I, I feel like I probably do work when you look at it, but a lot of the time I'll be like, I feel lazy. Like I'm, I'm, this is to, to give you a, a detail. This is a, then a week where I felt lazy and I, I moved on Monday and then I went out filming on Tuesday. I unpacked all my things on Wednesday, which I didn't like. So I did nothing but unpack all day. And I'm like, I haven't worked today. And then I went out filming all day on Thursday. And then Friday I unpacked some more. And then my parents came to visit and now it's Monday. And I felt like, wow, I didn't get much done that week. Where really, when I think about it, where was the time to do all the things? But I, I, I sat there all week thinking, wow, I really need to like knuckle down next week because I didn't do much. And that's. Yeah, you know. I, I feel like we're coming up on mentally busy. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yes. Yeah. Help me understand. That's how that. I feel. Yeah. So... I, I feel like a lot of the time I've just got a lot of things to be working on. And when I feel it's like that sort of like task paralysis thing, you know, when you've got too many things and you're like, whoa, well, I'm just going to back off and do nothing. It's like, because that's the easy, you know, it's like, yeah, there's this, I know I've got to, like, I've got a million and one list of things I have to do in my head. And then it's like, right, how do I, sometimes I'll just sit there and I'm not really doing anything. I'm not busy in that moment, but I feel busy because like, well, I don't want to be doing anything else because if we're doing anything else, I'm going to take my focus away from trying to figure out what I should be doing. If that makes sense. I realize yeah, it, absolutely. it feels so, like quite a complicated thought process to explain because it's a lot of, it's busyness and busyness is difficult to kind of, you know. So Jack, I think it's very complicated and hopefully you and I can try to untangle it. How does that sound? Okay, That's so I'm going to toss a couple things out and you let me know what rings true and what doesn't. Okay, you're our compass. So mm -hmm. I'm going to point the compass in different directions and you let me know if it aligns. Cool. So 
you have this list of things that you've got to do, right? Because you're a content creator and you know, like, okay, like I've got to do this and I've got to do this and this is going to be hype and this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. It also fulfills you, right? So it's not like you're, you're like, you know, a taskmaster in your mind. It's like, oh, this would, you're genuinely excited about doing these things, right? Yeah. Then what happens is, um, sometimes you can't really act on them. Like, let's say you've got to move, for example. So in your mm -hmm. mind, you have the thousand tasks and you've got to move. But some, for some reason, moving never really enters the task list, right? It's not like one of oh, your goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not something you're working towards. It's something that kind of gets in the way. And so mm -hmm. as moving, so at the end of the day, you have moved zero steps forward on your task list. But you have moved. Yeah. And then what happens is you kind of feel like, oh, my God, like, I haven't progressed because this is my task list of a thousand things. And, like, instead, I had to waste a day moving. And totally. then that, yeah, exactly that sort of yeah. feels like, oh my God, now I, like a day has gone by and I haven't moved forward at all. And then like the next day rolls around and you're sort of like, oh man, you know, I should have done stuff yesterday and I don't know. And like, man, I could have squeezed something in. And then you start to maybe beat yourself up a little bit. That in turn could like lead to a little bit more paralysis because I think beating yourself up is kind of like a coin flip. Sometimes yeah. it drives you and it's like, man, like, totally. yeah. I'm never going to do this again. Never again. Like, let's do it, yeah. Jack. Like, let's go. Mm. And other times it's like, oh, man, like, I wish I had done it. Yeah. What? And I, I tend to fall on that ladder, I think, more. Because I, like, I have friends who, uh, who I went to advice for, and he tried to motivate me the way he motivates himself, which is harsh criticism, which works great for him because he feels like, wow, I can be better. Like, that's how he sees it. Where I go... <sighs> just like kind of sigh and don't want to do anything. Um, and so I definitely, that, that experience was like, yeah, no, that's definitely beating myself up. Doesn't really motivate me much. It can do, of course it can, but like most of the time it just makes me feel, you know, like just a bit. Yeah. Can I think for a second? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. If someone were to, were to tell you that they think you're doing great, how would you feel? I, I, I like that. And people have. And, and that makes me feel good. But ultimately, I, I, I think um, a lot of the time, uh, I then go, I'm glad that I'm doing well by your standards. You know what I mean? That's what I feel like. I, then I go, but by my standards, it's not quite enough. Like, I feel like it's my standards are different. And therefore, that's really good. And I, I feel like... Thank God you said I'm doing well, but I'm still not quite satisfied. That's usually what it like boils down to. I'm going to go, I'm going to enter slow-mo for a second, okay? Oh, yeah, that's all good. So. When people say they're, that they think you're doing great, do you feel mm -hmm. like they don't understand? Um, sometimes, Some, sometimes definitely it depends who says it. There's certain people who have more credibility in that claim than others, I would say, because certain people are in a similar position to me. And if they say I'm doing great, it's like, well, you understand this world and, and, and what we do and blah, blah, blah. And if you think I'm doing well, then that, that genuinely means something. But like, in, in no way, uh, offense to them, but like, say my parents turn around and go, you're doing great. I'm like, well, you don't. Like, I'm glad you think I'm doing well. And that's, and that's really nice. And I, I'm, I'm, it's lovely to hear your parents are proud and all but, this stuff. It's like, you don't understand what I'm doing fully. You don't know this world quite the way I do. And, and to me, I don't feel like I'm doing great still. 
So what is it that they don't understand about your world? Just, I, I mean, just the, the, the content creation stuff. I, I, mean, I mean it in quite a literal sense of like, it's just new to them. You know what I mean? They don't quite understand what makes it tick exactly. And, and what might look good to them, it might not exa be exactly what it is. You know, it, it's, it's, it's expecting them to understand something they've only just kind of tried to get their heads around purely because that's their son's job. You know what I mean? So what it's, do you, what, what makes it hard for you to feel like you're doing good enough? Like, what, when would you be satisfied with yourself? And that's what I don't know. I've been asked that a lot. And that, and someone asked me to like, like kind of be like, when would, and I'm like, I, I think I know. Like a lot of the time it's like, oh, well, let's say I've done well enough when I know that I could retire. For example, like say that I could turn around and go, I can retire right now and that's it. And like, I, not necessarily that I want to, but I could. And that's like me going, well, I've, I've fulfilled my goals. I've, as, as, I think that's the goal, right, with working. I feel like that's that's kind of the, the goal. It's like you want to work until you can retire. And then even if you want to work beyond that, at least, you know, at any t given point, you can go, that's my fix. I'm, I'm out. Um, and I think part of me always strives towards that. That's that's one thing in my head. But then what's when, when, when is that? I don't really know. Where did you get that goal of being able to retire? I don't know. I just that, that in my head, that was always the goal of working. I think you, you, you work. You earn, you earn your pay. Eventually you have enough where you go, yeah, I don't have to do this anymore. And that's not necessarily to say you stop because I don't like being lazy. But that's at a point where I can go, well, it doesn't really, because at that point, if I have enough, it doesn't matter if working brings nothing and it doesn't matter if it brings everything because I already had enough. So it doesn't really matter. At which point I feel like then, maybe at that point, I think I can stop saying this is a failure and this is like a, a success because it doesn't really matter as long as I'm, it fulfilled in like i'm enjoying it um right now i feel like i'd love to enjoy it but also it's got to be like worthwhile that's that's the thing I, I i like to enjoy the things i'm doing but i also want them to be worthwhile and at a certain point you can go well the, the whether it's worthwhile or not stops mattering because i have what i need it's just whether it satisfies me personally that's it that's so how I, mean, I feel fantastic so i i think jack we There's a lot that I think we can learn here. I just don't know that um, I have the skill to help you. So I'm going to lean on you a lot, okay? And we may That's have fine. a lot of false starts. That's fine. So let me ask you something. So let's say that you hit your target and you can retire, okay? Mm -hmm. And then at that point, you can work and you can work will be free because yeah. it it could bring nothing or it could bring everything and it would be the same to you. Right. I, that's what I like to think that I, I can't say that I'll get there and I'll be like, but l l let's say that's true because yeah, it's hard so, to say. So, so let, let's, let's reverse it. Okay. So let's look at it this way. When you fail, why does the failure hurt so much? It's because it doesn't advance you towards your goal. Does that sort yeah, of make it, sense? Yeah. It, it also, to me, I, I'm, I'm, I get like in these like this. What if this disappears? Like I'm very attached to what I do right now. I love it, right? And it's like, if what if this is the beginning of the end? That's kind of how it always feels. It's like this weird, like it's like the, the, the beginning of the apocalypse scenario, um, where I'm like, right, well, this is the beginning of the end. I, you know, I see like I, I upload a YouTube video, it doesn't do very well. I'm like, right, well, I'm I'm falling off. I'm gone. And it's like, well, that's a shame. I didn't get to do all the things I wanted to, you know, and. But it's like, if I reach 
the point where I have done all those things, or I, I am at that point, then all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if it starts declining, I'm, I, I, I did what I needed. But yeah, I'm not there so, yet. Yeah, I'm with you. So let me, let me kind of put it this way. Like, whether it brings nothing or brings everything hurts right now because there's a big yes. difference between those, right? Yes, and so if totally. you make a YouTube video and it doesn't do well, then that falls into the brings nothing camp and it has a consequence as a result. Yes. Does that yes, make sense? Totally. Yeah, yeah. But what we're sort of saying is that once you check your boxes for retirement, then you can make something and it can bring nothing and you can be okay with that, right? Yeah. Okay. So then I know it sounds kind of weird, but let me give you a scenario. Let's say that you've got a hundred million dollars. I don't know how much you need to retire. No, hundred million dollars or a hundred million pounds or whatever. It sounds in, enough. In, in your bank account. And then you make content for a year and you're making content and it has no consequences because you've got your hundred million pounds in the bank account, right? And so you're making content, you're making content for fun. It's like some of it's succeeding, some of it's not succeeding. And then you're okay with that because it doesn't matter. You've got your hundred million pounds in the bank account, right? Mm. So you can make content freely. Mm. You're free. And that's what I'm really hearing is that for you, the goal is freedom. Freedom yes. from needing to worry about the consequences of your actions. Is that totally. fair? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I'd say that's it, yeah. So you make content for another year because you're like, I don't know how old you are, but let's say like it, by that point, you're like 24. How old are you? I'm 19. Okay, great. So let's say $20 million a year for the next five years, easy. And then you're mm -hmm. retiring at the age of 24. And then for the next, yeah. and then you're like, what am I going to do with my life? And you're like, I don't know. I'm going to just make content for fun. You make content for two years and it's lots and lots of fun. And you enjoy mm. yourself and you achieve what you're shooting for, okay? These are your visions, not mine. Mm. And then at the, on your 26th birthday, you realize that there's been some kind of financial theft, some identity fraud, and someone has stolen $95 million from you. Mm. Now, and not only did they steal it, they stole it two years ago. So you've actually never had it. Right, yeah, yeah. What do you think about, like, do you think that your enjoyment like if you kind of look back in time like you still enjoyed yourself even though you really didn't have the money you just sort of believed you had the money what do you think about that yeah no i i feel like if someone could turn around now and promise me that it will be fine like it doesn't matter there'll be ups and downs blah blah, blah. but like at the end you will be fine this will work then i stop worrying again it's, it's it's purely just the kind of like i find that worrying is not only just unpleasant generally but I find that it also inhibits me from doing the things I enjoy because it tends to 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 cause uh, I I don't know how to describe it. Just you know, let's yeah. leave it. Just it inhibits. Um, and th I think I just I always yeah I just strive to be free of it. I think that's all it is. I think that's that's kind of always been it, really. Yeah. So this is the terrifying thing. Okay. Now this is going to mm. be hard, Jack, because the first is that. You being free of it has nothing to do with the amount of money in your bank account. No, yeah. I, and I kind of know that as well. Like, yep. I, I think, I think yeah, that, that was an, it was an abstraction. In, in a sense I'm with of you. Like, I'm with you. There's more to it than that. But yes, let's. Yeah. Right. So example, I, I think that like, like whether something brings nothing or brings everything mm -hmm. has to do with your conception and the standard at which you're trying to fulfill. And I think the truly terrifying thing is that if you really want to be free from worry, you have to learn how to coast. I think that, yeah. 
<laughs> right? Because yeah. once you have $100 million in the bank account, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be coasting. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, that's the thing. I, I think I deep down really would like to coast. Oh, yes. But right now I can't justify it. Like I can't justify yes. coasting. And yes. I've never been able to. There's never been a point yep. in my life where I feel like this is right now is the time to coast. That's never came. And I would really like for myself to feel like now's the time. And yeah. You know. So now I'm going to ask you, is the time to coast determined by something in here or something out there? In my head, it's out there, but I want to say that perhaps it really should be in here. Like maybe I should make that decision, but I feel like it's out of my hands to a degree. Sure. So I'm really glad you said that. I'm really glad you didn't say the quote unquote right and BS answer, which is like, oh, like coasting is like, it's all about like, uh, you're in an environment. No, no, no. Right? No. It <laughs> So, There's a level at which you've like kind of got to be able to live. <laughs> that's, sure, that's absolutely. It. So, so I'm I'm really glad that you got an authentic answer, and I want to be careful with that word "should," because I think that you're correct. That honestly, I hate to break this to you, Jack, but I think that retirement is going to be a goalpost that moves for you. You're gonna Probably. you're gonna go a certain distance, and you're gonna say it's not enough. Right. And this is where, like, we can kind of go back and think a little bit about your 19 now. What, how old were you when you started streaming? 17. And what were your goals when you started streaming? Yeah, not this at all. Not even to do it as a job. It was, it was just to do it for fun. And then it became a job. And then it was like, oh, but no, it, no, what it was, it was doing it for fun. And I was like, wait, I can leave my debt, like my IT job. That'd be great. This is so much better than doing IT. And then all of a sudden, when this became a job, it's like, right, now I've got to be successful in this. You know, because before it was be successful in the IT job. But sure. Now it's, it's flipped. And so I think that this is, I don't think you need to, you know, like become internally enlightened right away. I think it's okay to be attached to like external things. But I think deep down, it's going to be tricky because what you're going to have to do is things that there's an overlap between doing things that make you feel lazy and being like internally satisfied with what you do. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? I think we're mm -hmm. going to have to move. I'm not going to uh, suggest that you become lazy, but I think sometimes yeah. you beat yourself up for things that are probably actually okay. Yeah. And, and oddly enough, it's almost like if you want to, uh, this is why it's hard. I'm trying to thread a lot of things together. So when you feel like you're not doing enough mm -hmm. and that you beat yourself up and then you mm -hmm. fail again, right? You with yes. me in that mindset? Yeah. The problem is in order to let go of that second failure, like the debuff, mm -hmm. it has to be embracing the things that make you feel lazy. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. No, I think I get what that means. Yeah. So like if you want to free yourself from the mental mm -hmm. burden of, oh my God, I'm screwing up. You have to move a little bit more towards like accepting like what you call feeling lazy. I don't think it's actually laziness. No, you no, see no, how no, those two yes. things are at the opposite ends of the spectrum? And they I think are, I, yeah, and yeah. I think if I ask you to do that, you will kick and scream. You don't want to do that. So the, uh, I, I think I possibly know it's best for me, but I don't think I would naturally fall into it at all. Yeah. It'd be a real challenge. Yep, that's, yep. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I think you've already figured out that this is like not ideal. And at the same time, you're going to fight it. Like that's just, that's how, that's why it's hard, Jack. Because it isn't a simple answer. It's not like you're doing something wrong and you need to do something right. It's actually that you're doing something right. And if you want to move forward, you need to start doing things that are wrong. Mm -hmm. Sure.
That's why it's hard and very few people figure it out. And it's like a mm. struggle for humanity. <laughs> um, yeah. What? No, it's, the struggle for humanity line was like, wow, that's, that, you, that really made my problem big. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, it feels, I don't know. I feel like um, I'm also um, very inclined to um, kind of see things as per, I kind of forget that other people struggle with the same things um a lot of the time like i i think i have a very like they look fine they're doing fine they don't have this this worry that i have most likely i, I don't, it's unrealistic but i feel like I, when you look at people i don't often assume so when you say humanity i'm like this isn't this isn't just me it's it's not just you what do you see when you look at other people jack um it really depends i feel like i see there's there's certain people so this is the thing i i i think i do compare myself quite a lot um because um i was always they always this is something that everyone always quotes as being like the source of a problem but i'm, I'm gonna bring up this cliche of like being being the kid that did well in school and and what happens is uh you leave and all of a sudden especially in this sphere where it's, it's huge and there's so many people i'm not the best at it where in school i was the best at most like a lot of the things i did at least uh, compared to my peers so all of a sudden the comparison thing wasn't a problem because if i compare myself to people it's like yeah i'm i'm beyond that um and it was like yeah i'm doing better than that that's great no one can expect anything more of you when you're doing the best that's how i felt but now i'm in a position where i'm not doing the best there's also a part of me that is striving to be the best and as much as i know that isn't realistic because i'm in a huge huge sphere of very very talented people way more talented than myself um but it, there's a little part of my brain which is like let's try and be the best at this let's be the absolute best at this um so jack I lost where I was going with that entirely. Totally I felt fine. like that was yeah. going to tie into with something. With well, no, no, you're, you're doing great, man. So I, I want to point something out to you. I've noticed something. So this is going to be kind of a meandering conversation, okay? So like, what? sorry, but I, have you noticed that you'll oftentimes make statements about like deep down, I know this, but this, or on some level, I feel like this, but this. Have you kind of noticed that within you, there's like this war between like- There's a lot of conflict. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm very conflicted a lot. Who are those two people? Like, you get the sense there's two people in there? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and it's probably uh, the part of me that just wants to, like, enjoy things and purely, like, purely just enjoy things. Like, that's it. Like, that's all I want to do. If I'm doing something, I want to do it for maximum enjoyment. Whether that's working, whether that's anything, it's, it's purely for me. And there's a part of me that's like, you, you need to be able to live and you need to do well and you need to succeed and, and like... It's trying to balance those two, but I find that the succeeding one tends to trump the enjoyment one. Uh, and I don't know why, but I've got this weird idea in my head that, that success is more important than enjoyment. Like, I, I, like as much as I, I kind of know that that shouldn't be true, because I also, uh, if, I, if I was to sit down and get really like philosophical and discuss like what I view life as, it's like, it's all, ultimately all down to just making the most of, of whatever, you, whatever time you have. So you should enjoy it, right? But like, I also don't want to shorten that time or, or whatever by, um, you know, being unsuccessful, which in my head is how it works, which possibly is, is a very big leap. But So I'm, I'm going to name the two parts of you and you let me know if these fit. So one is the part of you that knows what is true. And the other one is the part of you that knows what should be true. Ooh, wait, hold on. The, the, those, that's a very like subtle wording difference between yep. the two things. Right? So what you the know to be true, true and what should be true. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. 
No, totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that fit? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So this kind of goes back to your sense of self, right? right. Be because I, I think you're not going to be able to figure out who you are when these two things are so like, I mean, that's a huge gap, man. What you know hmm. is actually true, like what your actual experience is, what your mind yeah. tells you, hey, man, moving is a waste of time. Yeah. And then there's the other part of you that's like, like, I have to move, though. And, yeah. But, but the other part's like, fuck it. Moving yeah, is no, a waste I don't, of time. This is taking time and I don't, I don't want to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you, just to, I know that to be the case because I, I ha I've had this house since the 24th of September. I've been paying for it since then. I moved this week. Because I've been pushing it off because I've been busy and I've been like, I don't have time to move yet. And it's like, it, it, you know, it was so stupid. Eventually it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm being dumb. I'm being like, I, I own a house that I'm not using. I should go and live in it. Um, but it was like, it took me nearly two months of like, and I, I, I said it was because I was busy, but I think it was ultimately just because I, I, I knew I'd do this where I'm like, this is a waste of time. Yeah, so I think um, when you get caught between what you know to be true and what should be true, you feel dumb. What do you think about that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe dumb. Oh, let me think. Yeah, wait. Think. That might be the right. That might be the right one. But I'm just trying to think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, dumb. Yeah, right. Because you said like this is dumb. I haven't moved in. Yeah, like I that felt stupid. Like, uh, like I felt really dumb. I'm like, I, I, I could move. I mean, I lived with my parents. I didn't have much stuff to move, and, and it was like, just, just pack it up and move. And I didn't pack it up till the very day before because I booked the movable van. And I'm like, oh, I have to do it now. Like, like that was how I might motivate myself to do it. It was like, right, well, I booked the van, so I have to get this stuff packed before it arrives. I wouldn't have done it otherwise because that's what I tried to do: pack it and then book the van. It just never happened. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I, I'm also noticing, so I'm just going to kind of rephrase that again. I think when you get stuck between these two things is when you end up, it doesn't sort of matter because like you're always letting one of them down, right? If you're stuck between the two of them or yeah. you're paralyzed and not even moving towards e either one. Which and is then, the worst. Right. And that's when you beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. So in terms of if we want to try to understand like, okay, like now I almost feel like I should pull out the iPad here, but so here's on a high level, I'm going to try to summarize because I think we've hit a lot of good things, but I think that it's kind of confusing. Are you, would you agree? Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's confusing. So let me try to, let's just start from the top. Okay. So you're very mentally busy because there's a lot of stuff you should be doing, right? And you're very success driven. You're very outcome oriented. So you know what you need to do. Your to-do list is probably far beyond what you're capable of, but it's all important stuff that could get done. And you drive towards it. You also acknowledge that, you know, despite the fact that you are sometimes hard on yourself and push yourself, that you probably wouldn't be where you are unless you did those things, <clears throat> right? So even though there's a part of you that wants to change and wants to relax and wants to coast and wants to enjoy being 19 years old, which mm -hmm. theoretically should be the best time of your life. And I'm sure you were genuinely yeah. having fun too. I don't get the yeah, sense that no, your I life am. is all sad and all that No, stuff, no, no. But, I, I yeah. do have fun. I then just yeah. come away from it like, oh, wow, I didn't do anything. But <laughs> I do enjoy it. And in the moment, I'm having a great time. A lot. So, so, but... so that, that, that's exactly uh, beautifully said, right? So like in the moment, you're enjoying so you're, there's one yeah. thing over here and you're like, all right, let's do that thing. And then the second you're done, there's that other voice that's like, hey, dumbass, 
you could have been you doing something. You didn't do something. any of the things, yeah. Right? Like, and and yeah. so it's almost like anytime you reach towards happiness, like this voice comes in and takes it away from you. Mm. And then like, then what happens is you like go towards that person, right? Who's like, work, Jack, work, work, son. Grind, mm. boy. And then you mm. do all those kinds of things. And then there's some like voice inside you that's like, hey, like, you know, like, maybe this is not how I should be living right now. And then the other mm. voice is like, no, 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 it's okay. You can do that when you retire. We're grinding for a reason. I'm doing this for you, bro. We're yeah. grinding so that you can have fun later. Yeah. Right? And then, like, anytime... So if, if you go towards one side of the pole, like, either if you pick one, then later the other will come to haunt you. And so yeah. sometimes you're stuck between the two, and then you're... And then, like, anytime you're stuck, either you don't choose, and then you really beat yourself up, then everyone's on the same page. Then everyone's like, hey, you're not having fun and mm. you're not being productive. Like, what's wrong? Then both the sides of the polls that, are like, hey, yeah. we're unified. We can align over one thing, which is that you're, mm. you should be doing better. Yeah. And then I think when you feel that way, you sort of feel dumb. Totally. Yeah. How is that for a summary so far? Good. I think very good. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, that's perfect. So now, Jack, what do we do about that? Any thoughts? You don't, I, I'm just curious. You don't have well, to have I, answers. I think it's really no, hard. I, 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 you, you see, the, there's a realistic part of me, and there's like the, there's a part of me that wants to go. You know what? Go towards the fun one because that's great, and you're gonna enjoy your life. I'm 19 years old. I got this great opportunity. Let's just enjoy it. But the thing is, if I carry on, if I keep ju just striving for enjoyment, I'll lose it. I know I will. Like I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll go out and have fun, and then realize like I didn't do anything, and and this is gonna disappear beneath my feet. Um, but so the realistic part of me is like, find a balance. Find a balance is probably the thing I should be doing, but I'm very I, I can't. I don't know. I'm not very good at that. Yeah. So what makes it hard for you to find a balance? Because I'm not... Hmm. Ooh, that's a hard one. I don't... It... Sorry, I'm, I'm going to think about it or I'm just going to say it for a few minutes. Um, sure. I suppose it's kind of the idea of um, which feels more important than the other. And in a moment, I can never really decide. So it's very hard for me to, like, to balance it. I basically got, a, the way the thought process works in my head of balancing it is I, I have a dilemma, right? Over something, I don't know, say, say someone's invited me out, but I could be getting on with one of the million things I could be doing. And it's like, right, well, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to think I could go and do that thing. Or I could do this thing. And in that moment, I very, I, I struggle a lot to go, which one of these is the most important route to take for me right now? And sometimes I can. Sometimes I can go, you know what? I've worked a lot recently. These are my friends. Tonight I should go do something. And sometimes it's like, hey, I'm really behind, you know. But when I'm not leaning to an extreme where I'm either really behind or I'm really ahead and I'm, I'm doing all right, when I'm kind of in that middle ground of, eh, I could go one way or the other, I struggle to make the decision. Okay. So oddly enough, that doesn't sound like balance to me. That sounds kind of like torture. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what is that fair to say? Or is that? 
potentially i feel like it's it's uh is that how it feels i don't uh, that I, I think that's where the paralysis kicks in i don't know really, that's where i go mm, and freeze up yeah um so i so, w- so w- i got an emotional reaction there i wasn't sure if that emotional reaction was absurdity because i'm completely off base or that was striking a chord i I don't know. I like, okay. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think I've ever sat back and reflected on how I feel about that. So I, you said it and I'm like, God, that's quite a harsh word to use. And I don't know whether it's, it's quite fitting or not. It was just a bit of like a, whoa, whoa. I, I've not had a chance to think. So, so what I'm kind of hearing is that like, w- so let me put it this way. Which feels more important in the moment doesn't sound to me like balance. It sounds like a pendulum. Yeah. So what I'm kind of hearing is if you, if you've like, sometimes if you're at extreme ends of the poles, it's very easy to make a decision because you're like, oh, I've grinded way too hard. Let me swing back this way. Yeah. It's so obvious. In that moment, it's an obvious decision. It's it's the second it becomes not so obvious. I've never been great at making decisions. Full stop. Like that's one thing I know about myself. Very poor decision. Never is a short time for you because... You're 19. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. But but as as of yet, I've not been great at making decisions. So uh, I, I didn't mean to be condescending there, but I, no, I think no, no. Oh, you're, you're doing good, Jack. And I think you got to cut yourself some slack because, okay. you know, you're. Uh, I appreciate that. But, but what, what I what I'm kind of noticing is like, you know, you like it's easy when you're at an extreme because then you can swing the pendulum back the other way. But like yes. balance is not a pendulum. In fact, pendulum is the exact opposite of a balance. Right. It's like. Yeah, swinging back and forth like balance is this. If I can do this, it's not going to balance. Okay, whatever. It, it, it's very hard, but yeah, I get what you're trying right? to do. And so I, I think what what maybe you should maybe what concerns you is that I'm I'm concerned that if we think about like balancing this pen, for example, the tricky thing is that let's say like this is this is the work end of the pen and this is the leisure end of the pen, and you're mm-hmm. actually like kind of okay over here. The problem is that if we like are not careful. And you kind of go too far on the leisure side. I get the sense that you may be afraid that you'll like fall off a cliff. And so like you, you're like, oh, I should let myself coast a little bit more. I should let my coast a little bit more. I should let my coast, uh, myself coast a little bit more. But if I coast too much, it'll all come crumbling down. Yeah. And it is the like, fe- uh, yeah, I'll like spot like a minor slip. Like I'll spot like the littlest thing that isn't doing as well as it was like say a week ago. And it's like, whoa, whoa it's the beginning of the fall. And I I'll, like, I'll, I'll, you know, like slide back over the other way yeah so i think that the reason it's hard because when you're moving towards balance i think you run away from balance actually Mm -hmm. and then you get burnt out or fed up and then your pendulum swing towards Mm self-care and then you do that for a day or two and you're like back to the grind like i've taken a day or two off like like gotta go back to it and so i get the sense that it's a pendulum and furthermore Mm -hmm. if you want balance you've got to like I know it's going to be scary, but you got to like, let yourself kind of coast. Like, does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think the next thing, Jack, that I kind of want to ask you is like, if we want to understand, so if we, if this is the structure, you're torn between these two things, sometimes it's easy to make decisions, but in that middle space, it's really hard for you to make the decisions. And then furthermore, in the middle space, you also engage in some amount of like self blame, feeling stupid. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. I'm not saying that it's your head is like a toxic wasteland of just like shame. And, no, no. You know, I'm. You know, but, it, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was yeah. either. I wouldn't say that's fair. But yeah, 
So I just want to make it clear I'm not implying that. But in terms of when the debuff happens that gives you task paralysis and all these other like negative manifestations, I really think it comes from something about what we're talking about. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I okay. would say so. Yeah. So I think if we want to understand where that comes from, I'd like to ask you about your past. Are you okay with that? Yeah, of course. So can you tell me a little bit about where you grew up or what growing up was like for you? Sure. Um, well, I I just moved away from where I grew up. I grew up um, in in a slightly uh, it's actually quite a big UK town. It's not very well connected. There's not much going on there. So um, I I um, and not much going on where I was from. Um, parents are together. Um, fine. You know, I I wouldn't say it. It doesn't feel like obviously, of course, everyone's childhood has an impact, but I, I couldn't say there's any big events where I'd go. Sure. This was a really big deal for me, and this has changed me. And this, this, this. I, I'd say I, I, I grew up with my parents, and um, I'd say possibly I was uh, a bit sheltered. Uh, in fact, no, I'd say even now, like I, I've just moved, and I realize I have no idea how to do so many things, and I'll figure it out because I do. I'm, I'm pretty confident in myself. But I, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing um, and I'll figure it out. I'm not worried about it. But I, I do realize I'm perhaps a little bit um, underprepared at times. Uh, and that just comes from, yeah, being a little bit sheltered. Um, but otherwise, I, I, that's... Okay. I mean, if you have any specific questions you're trying yeah, to target, yeah. then I'm happy to answer them. But sure, I, sure, I, I, sure. I don't have anywhere to so, go. So let's just acknowledge one or two things. So oftentimes, people, when we think about the past, we think like, oh, like, are we looking for a smoking gun? You know, mm, was sure. there a time where like you were supposed to be like lead singer in your like seventh standard play and the teacher didn't like you? So they had some other kid do it. And you like right, yeah. were filled with the hatred and resentment, and you're going to become a super villain in a in a Marvel movie at some point. Yeah, like of an that. origin story type. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like you know Hitler didn't get accepted to art school, and so that's why we have. The yeah, Holocaust. exactly. So, right, yeah, so yeah. I think the first thing to understand is that for most human beings, like that's not the case. Like, so sometimes people do have extreme, like you know, trauma or whatever. Course, but I yeah. still think that, for example the way that you look at yourself and the way that you navigate your internal environment is likely to be shaped at least in part by some experiences early in life. Things oh, like your priorities, yeah. your values, what's okay and what's not okay. Like, mm -hmm. you know, even if you think about coast versus grind, where you yeah. are on that spectrum oftentimes is like conditioned. Right. Yes. Right. So I'm the, the child of two physicians. And so there are like certain basic things that like were baked into me in terms of how hard I should study, what's interesting, what I should try to do that like, you know, other human beings are like more important than I am. There are all kinds of stuff that's like baked into me based on my upbringing. It doesn't have to right. be like traumatic, but it's ab no, absolutely no, no, no. Of course not. It, it's yeah, no, of course not. I, I, I moment that when you ask about my childhood, there's not. Yeah. Unless you're you're looking for something specific, I don't have anything so, really specific. So uh, yeah, to tell I, I I've got one or two things I'm really curious about. Any siblings? Yes, of course. Yes, one. I've got a Older, brother. younger? Uh, younger. Okay. Um, and then, uh, can you just tell me like what were things like at home? I'm not fishing for anything negative, and I'm not going to make your parents no, out to be evil um, people or anything. Just like, no, like no, what was, no. just tell me like what what are your parents like? What's it like to, you know? They they um. They're very supportive in this, um, but um, I find that um, they're, they're very like, and not in a 
this is where I, it's because I, I've kind of made an effort to understand their motivation in it. Um, it's not in a sort of pushy sense, but like they want me to succeed. And purely just so I'm comfortable and happy. The same way kind of I want me to succeed. The, the reasoning is very similar. But I, I feel like they also will be like, like when I, when I was at home, um, I, would, I, I would be reminding myself of the things I had to do. And they would as well. Like they, they would be like, hey, you still have to do this thing. Like I, I, no, if I was trying to relax, I often found that someone would be like, if I made that conscious decision that I, you know, I've chosen, like I'm just going to enjoy myself for a bit. What it could, it could be disrupted by the, hey, you have this thing to do. And it's like, yeah, and often I'd get annoyed and they couldn't really figure out why. And it's like, yeah, it's, the reason is because I'm aware of that. I know I have that thing to do. You, I've already got, I'm already fighting off my own, hey, you got to do this thing. To have you come in and then go, you got to do this. It's like, is that, like, now it's too much and now I'm annoyed. Um, what, what would, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so that was, I think that's something that, um, that's something that possibly causes me to work a bit more as well. Because it's like, if I manage to finally reconcile it with myself, the second someone else comes along, especially someone like, I feel with like parents, this is me, um, and I, probably most people as well, but I, I'm very, I t even if I know it's not true, I will take their word as almost gospel. Even if I know that that shouldn't be done because I know that they don't always know the best. In my head, I, I can't shake the, I'm just going to listen to what they say because they're my parents and, and I've got this relationship of trust. Um, so, you know, even though logically I'm quite aware that, that, why would they know about that thing? Like, why, you know, I, I'm like, yep, they've told me to do that thing. That's, that's the thing, you know. Um, so I just yes. want to point out once again that there, there's that thing again. Like, there's the part of you that knows that you don't really need to listen to them. And then there's the con, like, like, I'm just hearing this, like, this is the big thing, Jack. Every time I ask you a question, there's always an, two sides to the answer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And I suspect that much of your lack of peace comes from the moment that those two sides become like uniform, you will be at peace. Yeah, that that would be if that ever happens, that would be great. I can't I'm trying to think of a it's, time when they have been and I'm like mm. I'm not sure it's so, happened, so, but uh, yeah, we'll get there. So and I think that, yeah. like, you know, you'll know who you are when that happens. Because, exactly. right? That's that's one thing I've thought about. I uh, that's another thing. When I was thinking about that, I feel like a lot of the time I've been following the instruction of, in a way, my parents because of what I was saying, and then also just kind of this voice. I've just been following what it tells me to do, and teachers and things like that. I very I, I'm very black and white. I when people tell me things, I take them very literally, and I kind of fulfill them to uh, like a very accurate degree, and and I found that that means that. Um, I, I feel I feel like um like someone who's really great at taking instructions. That's what I feel like. That's me. I'm really good at if you tell me to do something, doing that thing well. But I got to be told to do it. Like even with content creation, I've uh, you know I mean this is normal, but still I've, I've sought advice from plenty of other people and just kind of done what they said, and that's how I got here because I did. I, I, I'll give myself credit and say I did what they told me well, but I only felt confident because other people told me to do what I was doing. It's very rare that I will just kind of sit down, formulate a plan by myself and, you know, it happens. But How does it feel to do well at something that someone tells you to do? I mean, same as it does to do well at anything. I, I feel like doing well is, is fulfilling. I don't think because someone else told me to do it, it's... I, someone else telling me to do it gives me that layer of confidence that um, it's... Ooh, no, no, let me think about how to word that. Um, 
this is the when when I used to work a job, right? When I used to work like a nine to five, um, my only goal in that job essentially is to like do what the boss tells me to do to a level of satisfaction that they're happy with. That's it. That's all I have to do. It's a very simple role. Um, but all of a sudden, now I'm my boss, and it, I find it very hard to go, Jack. What should I do? And and Jack, like like, because the thing is, I'm biased towards my own enjoyment. Uh, I'm biased to go. Hey, like, hey, Jack, what should I do today? Hey, Jack, go put your feet up, sit down, watch TV. Like, like, you know, where my, my boss wouldn't do that. They, they would keep me at a level of productivity that is necessary. But when I leave that nine to five job, I go home, I do what I want. That, like, that was the structure that kind of, as much as I didn't enjoy the job, I didn't find it like, that fulfilling. I kind of liked the structure of, I go in, I do what I'm told from nine to five. And I know I've done enough for that day. I go home, I do what I want. That kind of distinction worked for me because it wasn't in my control. Okay, so Jack, this is where things are going to get weird, because you've just told me what your internal experience is like, and so theoretically the statement that you just made is the one that I should respect and listen to the most, and yet it is the one that I'm going to disagree with you with. Ah, the uh, most. Which one was that? Which one was that? So you said that you're biased towards your own enjoyment, so you don't know what to do. It was easy when you had some, someone telling you what to do, because you could just set aside your own enjoyment and fulfill their expectations. If anything, I think this is like the thing I disagree with the, the most strongly. Which yeah, is no, okay. I, I get what you're saying. I think, but the thing is, this is where I, I know where you're coming from and I'm going to explain how I think it works. Sure. And that is, Please. I am biased towards my own enjoyment. Therefore, knowing I'm biased towards my own enjoyment, I do the exact opposite where I, I, I kind of go, no, you're being biased. You shouldn't do that. And then, and then, do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I know. I was about to go there too. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. naturally I am biased so towards my own enjoyment. you overcompensate. But yes. if we really think about it, that overcompensation is driven by the non-enjoyment side. Yeah. So I would even argue that the master controller up here is not your enjoyment. It is the fear that you are biased towards your own enjoyment that causes you to yeah. overcompensate on the other side and grind even twice as hard. Sure. Mm -hmm. So what's yeah. in control there? It's not the enjoyment. No, 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 it's, it's, no, it's not, it's not. I, I, I yeah, I kind of know that. I, I think it's just, I, I think. Jack, how because do you, I'm, how do you sorry, feel about that? I mean, not all that shocked, because I think I, I probably did know that. Um, but I think it's like, yeah, it, you make a good point of, because I, because I do feel like that. It's like, well, I feel like I, I would unchecked by myself which is a very weird thing to say. But if I was unchecked by myself, I would go off the reins and, and just do what I want to enjoy. So therefore, because I know that I'm like that, which I'm technically not because I stopped myself, but because I feel like I'm like that somewhere, I do the exact opposite, which is a very... I'm glad that you're nodding your head because that feels like a complicated system to explain, but yeah. you seem to get it. So it is the fear of letting your unchecked, degenerate Jack self go yeah. completely wild that causes you to actually tighten the reins. And I think yeah. this is why you actually, like you said, it's easy when you've got someone else to please, because in a bizarre way, when you've got someone else to please, like if you have to please your parents, you know, they're going to watch out for enjoyment, Jack, you yeah. know, that they may come and remind you a little bit, but like at the end of the day, like it's kind of out of your hands. Whereas mm. it's much more terrifying to like hold that balance yourself. Yeah, I'm responsible. For, I'm responsible for if I don't do enough, 
Where before, like in schools and blah, 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 it's like someone else was telling me how much to do and I just have to do that amount before enjoyment me can go, right, we've done what we need to do. Let's let's do that. Now it's like, I have no idea how much I'm supposed to do. I'm just, ah, <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, because now, like, um, so Jack, you said you were a good student, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got A's? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you getting A's now? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, this is the thing with what we do, right? It's really relative. So am I getting A's? I don't really know. I mean, I, I can't categorize it. I'm doing, I'm, I mean, I've got numbers that say these are good numbers, but there's people with better numbers. There's also people with worse numbers. It's now we A was as high as it went. Now it's like the sky's the limit with this. And that's and so almost worse. How are you supposed to know when you can relax if you don't have A's? Exactly. That that's that's a lot of what I feel like. Yeah. Right? It's terrifying. Mm. It sounds to me like an unsolvable problem. Cause you can never get an A in Twitch streaming. There's no, no official authority that says, Good job, Jack. You were at the top of your class. Yeah. The, the only thing that would be that is if they ranked them all and I was number one. That's the only way I'd go, I've done enough. And I know that. Like, I know deep down, as much as that's so unrealistic. And it's not like, it's not some, like, sick, like, Here's world the, domination drive. I know that, drive. but here it is again. Yeah, no, of course. Um, and it's not, I'm not trying to argue that I've got, like, some, like, weird, like, ego, like, I must be the best because I am the best. It's not that. It's, it's, if I'm the best, then I can't, I, I don't have to work any harder because I've worked as hard as anyone else on earth. No one else is doing better than me. I've done enough. No one can tell me I'm not doing enough. I'm, I've, 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 that, I'm there. But whilever I'm not at the very, very top, then there's always, in my mind, someone who's doing more than me. And, and then I'm like, well, yeah, is that so, allowed? So I, 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 I completely, I, so I want to just echo that I don't think it's ego at all. And I don't think you're upset that someone else is doing more than you. What I think it really mm -hmm. is, is, if someone else is doing more than you, then you know that you could be doing more. Yes. Right? So even like you just, and this comes back to retirement. It's like, why is retirement your target? I think retirement is like cognitively or emotionally the same thing as being at the top of your class. Because then you've made it. Checkbox. I've yeah. done enough. It's always about have I done enough? Have I done everything that can be done? Yeah, and it, it that, feels yeah, to me those like those two are the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd agree. Yeah, those those two things are, are kind of the the two fulfillment criteria. So, and, and the reason I mentioned retirement is because it's the more realistic of the two. You know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I think they're, they're both like. So, do you see how there's like a shared emotional need? I'm going to call it emotional. Let's just let's step away from that word. Actually, there's a shared need between those two goal, goals that allows you to relax. It's like, I'm not allowed to relax until I have achieved certain things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now I have to figure out how am I going to help you with this? Do you have any <laughs> ideas? Ooh. Um, I, the, the, the one thing that people have always tried to tell me is, is kind of be satisfied in little goals. Like, like set little goals and be satisfied by achieving those. But it just, it just doesn't that sounds work. Idiotic. Yeah, it doesn't work. Because what <laughs> happens is... Because uh, I've done it, and then what happens is uh, I, I finish one goal, I'm like, cool, on to the next one. Like, it's just a checklist at that point. It's, it's, it, all it does is what you're, you're providing me with is steps between the final one, but ultimately I'm still striving for the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm with you, because I think that the, the, the issue here is you've got to let go of your goal, which I think you're going to... So, well, I mean, I, I, yeah. I know, I kind of know where you need to go, Jack. I just think it's going to be tough. So, mm. or I have an idea. So let me ask you this, like, um, let me just think 
Is there some other way that we can get to this? What was it like being in school? Um, so it came easy to me for a long time. So it was actually really great because what had happened was I, I could get to the top with very little work and actually have a lot of enjoyment time was most of school. And then it got to like the last year or two and then it became, oh, I've actually got to work to be at the top because it's now like difficult. I'm in, I'm, I'm in big boy school and uh, all of a sudden there's now less time to enjoy myself and naturally I enjoy it less and I'm, I'm not having fun because I wouldn't let myself slip from that top position to compensate for not, you know, it's like what I could have done is carried on having the same level of fun and done worse in school, but like, hey, I enjoy my, my time and I still did fine. Or do what I did, which is, well, I want to carry on getting the, the, the A's that I was getting. I'll work harder, but I hated it. I didn't enjoy it because I, I didn't find it to be particularly fulfilling work. It was just, it, the goal was fulfilling, but the actual work itself was tedious. Okay, I'm going to just toss out some words, connect some dots. You let me know cool. if it resonates. And I think we may have a way forward here. So first of all, I think you're right. mentally busy in your sense of self. This is all related. And here's how right. I understand it. So like, you've got two warring voices, right? And in the past, those voices have been, you never had to resolve the conflict between like, white and black. Because... Mm -hmm there was an external measure which could satisfy both sides. Like once you were at the top of your class, you don't like you were trying to figure out, okay, do I need to study today or do I not need to study today? And you never had to resolve the internal conflict because you relied on an external thing to tell you what to do. Yes. With me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, as you have transitioned from I school to IT to Twitch streaming, the external influences that can resolve that external conflict for you are no longer there. As a result, you are left with the internal conflict and you just simply haven't learned because you haven't needed to. And this is the other thing, Jack, that's kind of surprising is a lot of people sort of never need to, right? Because they, they move into work structures. Yeah. Without doing this, I would never have had to myself. I would have carried yeah. on doing what I was doing. You, right? you would have gone for promotion and then you would have gone for promotion. And then you would have like, there's always a step ladder that some corporation or school or something else could objectively rank you at. And you would have been a very successful, very driven, very content kind of person, hmm. like in a weird way. Is that yeah, understandable? And, yeah, no. I, I, and I agree. Yeah. So now the tricky thing is that without some kind of external grading system to let you relax, you are struggling with this idea of how do I relax? When is it okay to relax? Mm -hmm. And that in turn becomes even more problematic because like there's always something you can do, right? Like as a streamer, like you can always like check your socials more. You can always micromanage your, the thumbnails for your YouTube videos. You can always mm. be DMing people to set up potential collabs. You can always upgrade your hardware mm. and talk to someone else about a partnership or, a, you know, a merch launch or like there's always yeah. something you could be doing. So yes. given an endless pile of tasks to do and given a complete absence of a grading system to tell you it's okay to relax, you mm -hmm. don't know how to relax. And so you end up with this kind of thing where you grind, 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 grind. And even like 
in your deepest parts of yourself, you're like, this is absurd. This is enough. I deserve yeah. to relax. And then you kind of swing that way. But then like what happens is you become mentally busy as you're sitting there hanging out by the beach with your friends. Y'all are chilling. The first 24 hours, you're like totally fine. 36 mm-hmm. hours, you're like, hey, maybe I should let me check Discord and get back to one or two emails like whatever you use, Twitter DMs or Insta, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And the thoughts start creeping in, creeping in, creeping in, creeping in, creeping in. And then you're like, oh, I've relaxed too much. Like, let me start working again. Or even somewhere in the middle there, it's like two days in, you start to get conflicted because you're like, oh, like I was going to take a long weekend with my friends, but then you're like that, not paralysis, but almost your parents come into the room and be like, hey, you should be studying. And you're like, Hmm. no, I set aside these 72 hours for me to relax and I'm going to take care of it on Monday. But then like that voice kind of creeps in. It's like, hey, did you forget? And you're like, no, 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 I didn't forget. Like, it's accounted for. And over time, like this, it's mm. almost like an anxiety kind of builds up and then other things start to pile on. Mm. It's like, oh my God, like if I, I know I took 72 hours for a vacation, but like, I'm going to miss out on this opportunity. And then like mm. this thing could happen. And then like, I should be doing this. And like the anxieties kind of grow. And eventually I think a fear sets in mm. that since I don't know when to relax, I have to grind and grind and grind because if I don't do it now, it could come falling apart. And I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know that I'll be able to retire. I'll be able to relax once I'm dead. Right. It's kind of like this, like this kind of pressure of like, okay, like once I hit that point, then I can sort of relax. And what I'm, I'm sort of hearing is that fear sets in at some point, fear of consequences, fear of missed opportunities, fear of not doing enough. And then like also social media and stuff is kind of, kind of adding on and kind of saying, oh, like, did you see what that person is doing? Maybe I should be doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So all those kind of thoughts set in. And at the end of the day, like you're kind of where you are, which is like very successful, very grateful. I I get a lot of genuine gratitude. I don't get the sense that you blame anyone. I don't get the sense that you're egotistical. But internally, I do get the sense of some amount of like, you don't really know who you are. And you don't know exactly how long this is. There's just a lot of unknowns and uncertainty. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Anything that I got wrong or anything that you want to add or anything you think we're missing? Is that you? No, I, I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good summary. There's one thing I suppose that I might add just to, there's always this part of me as well that as I'm telling you this is like, I hope I'm not telling you who I think I am and not what, I, what I'm not, sorry. And not what I, like, my words, I'm just stumbling a bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I don't want to be telling you all this because there's also a part of me that is when I'm telling you all this, it's like, is this who I am or is this who I think I am? And actually, I'm, there's little parts of me that are just, just altering things. Like, am I really conflicted or am I really just lazy? Like, there's that little voice that's like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's that part of me that's like, I'm telling you all this and that's great. And if this is the case, then like, you know, I feel less lazy because this doesn't sound like a lazy person, what you're describing. And I'm like, but am I picking my words carefully to deceive to deceive you because then you won't look at me as lazy because that's also a thing i I would hate that jack so here's the key thing this is gonna be hard okay so by the way you're doing fantastic we are sort of at the barrier of like some very abstract weird mental stuff that's hard to pin down cool so i want you to think about your thought just now I'm going to ask you a question that I'm 99% sure you're not going to be able to answer, but I want you to just try anyway. Where does that thought come from? Where's the origin of that 
oh, this sounds real, but what if I'm just lazy and I'm just making, I'm tricking this guy to seem like it's okay that I'm doing this, but I'm just lazy. Like, where is that thought coming from? Uh, so I, it's, so one thing that makes me feel better is like you said earlier, when people tell me, like, like that, you right now are almost an external factor that's telling me I'm doing enough. Almost. Like, like right now, that's what you're kind of fulfilling. And uh, that makes me feel better. But what I can do as a person who can, because ultimately, you only know what I tell you. So what I can do is manipulate my words cleverly enough to make you believe I'm doing enough. Because then you tell me I'm doing enough and I can relax. It's like in school, right? I, I did this a couple of times in school where I genuinely was like... It's like, hey, did you do that homework? No, I, I, I didn't get time. I'll do it tomorrow. Really, I just forgot. But I'm making them look like I wasn't being lazy about it. I'm making them feel like I'm giving them some excuse that seems a bit more reasonable. Um, and it just, it just, it people pass that judgment. You know, blah, 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 you don't, whatever. And I think I'm losing my train of thought here, so I'm gonna try and get myself I, back I've got on you. It. you. Just yeah. keep going. It's like, it's that comes from the part of me that is like. Scared that what I'm doing is I'm. So when you turn around and it's like you're not lazy, blah blah blah. There's a part of me that's like doubting that and going, no, he's not lying to you. Like I don't think you're lying to me. But what I think is that I have manipulated what I've said in a way to make you say that because that's what I wanted to hear, and therefore I'm still actually lazy. I've just made you affirm me, so I feel better. And yeah. that, there's a fear of that happening. And that's, I think, where I don't know if necessarily that answers the question is where does that thought come from, but that explains yeah, the process. Very, a little bit very good. So, I don't know if you've noticed this, Jack, but I have not told you that I think you're doing enough. Have you noticed that? No, you, you've not said those words exactly. Yeah, why Sorry, don't you I, think I've said those? I, I know, I know. Uh, I, I don't know. No, I can tell you why you have said that. What would you feel if I told you, Jack, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I think you are doing enough. What would happen? Th that's great. That's great. That's great. And then there's a little part of me that goes, uh, we, we're having this discussion naturally. Of course, so, you're going to say that. So but this, is, this is what's happening, right? So if I say, Jack, I think you're, bro, you're young. Give yourself time. You'll get there. Mm. Have some faith mm. in yourself. How would you respond to that? Forgive my sarcastic tone. I yeah, could say uh, genuinely. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, 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 no. But like, I, I'd be like, it's nice. And, and, and it would allow me for, for a period to go, yeah, maybe I should. But then what would happen is... There's that but. The thing that... You, so you've, you're affirming me that I should relax. And what will happen is... I'll do a stream that doesn't do great. Or but I'll, subs are down or something. Just like something is down. And then that affirms me in the opposite direction. That okay, goes, so Dr. K was wrong. You aren't doing enough. Because here's a number that says so. Beautiful, right? So here's the thing. It comes back to the war between the two. There's the, there's the content you and the yeah. grind you. Okay? And there's a way of affirming both. Yep. Um, that's also, and and yeah. so if I say that you're going to do enough, if I say, Jack, you're so like, you've come so far for your age, man. You're such an mm. awesome, like you've come so far, like you so much mm. to be grateful for. You deserve to yeah. relax, bro. You're 19. Have, have the time of your life, dude. Go mm. out. You shouldn't be grinding. You can grind when you're 29. I could say all those things and there'd be a part of you that would listen, right? Because remember, there's mm. two parts of you. And then that other part of you would be like, no, it's not enough right? This mm. guy doesn't understand. It'll start mm. saying these kinds of things, mm. right? Because he's not like, I'm not actually like a streamer. Your mind will generate all kinds of ideas to devalue what I say. 
So I've yeah. tried really hard to not engage with that part. And despite the fact that I've never told you, I think you're doing enough. I've never told you, I think you're doing a good job. Mm. Somehow you are feeling more relaxed. You are feeling like, mm. oh, I am actually doing a good job. This is okay. This mm. is okay. This is the signal that I'm sending you subconsciously and you are yeah. receiving it. And the moment that I send you that signal and you start to really receive it, that little thing is like, I'm tricking him. Because yeah. if your mind convinces you that you're tricking me, then it invalidates everything that I've tried to say. So I've tried to be a subtle fucker because mm. I'm talking to you and yeah. I'm talking to that other part of you and I'm trying to trick mm. it. And right. now I've tricked you, but it is not buying my BS. It detects what mm. I'm doing and starts mm. to doubt and starts to warn you. It's a warning mm. because, oh my God, Jack. What would happen if I made you feel like you're doing okay? Yeah, I, I, I'd, I, I could stop doing as much. And then, so, and then all this will disappear. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? And that's that part of you. So here's mm. the thing, Jack. Why do you believe that at the core of it, what I'm getting is that there's a part of you that believes very strongly. I know this is maybe a, a stretch. But if you are... Tri let me... <clears throat> this is going to be hard for me, but let me try so if there's a part of you that tricks, so two options, right? One is you're being authentic right now and you're not actually lazy. And I'm sort of like, mm. you're, I'm, I'm authentically reading you and I'm mm. authentically responding to you. And this is truth. You with it? Yeah, sure. And then there's another part of you that's like, you're tricking me. Mm. And that invalidates my support of you because I'm being tricked. Mm. But if you're tricking me, that means that there's a part of you that genuinely believes like you're lazy. Does that make sense? Because the only way you could trick me into believing you're not lazy is like, it, uh, does that make sense? It's like, it has yeah, to no, come no, no, from right. a belief that, that you're it has lazy. To come, yes, it does. Yeah. So where uh, does uh, that uh, yeah, come from? Like, why do you believe you're lazy? Why are you afraid you're lazy? Maybe that's a better question. I'm afraid I'm afraid of it because I I don't know. I, I, I feel like I think that's maybe one thing that's been instilled in me through school parents is everyone has kind of instilled in me that I shouldn't be. So I think that's maybe just like kind of it's it's one of those like seven deadly stins that's like like in my brain. It's like you know, thou shall not be lazy. It's just in my head, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, sure. So I'm gonna ask you a question, Jack. When did you, when did the installation of the fear that you were lazy, like when was the, how, is there, how old were you when you started being worried that you might be lazy? Ooh, Ooh uh, probably at the point where it began to matter. So that would be when I felt like I had to start working, which was towards the end of school. Like the, the, the point at which I felt that like doing well required work. Because what happened was um, I wasn't particularly used to working on things and I hated it. I was like, whoa, I'm having to work way more. This sucks. And that made me go, God, I'm a lazy person because I hate work. And I don't think it necessarily is that. It was more that, you know, I'm enjoying myself less. And naturally, I'm not going to, of course, I'm not going to like enjoy myself less. That's how humans are. Um, you know, Does I think the story come to mind, like a particular moment or time when you realize that you're going to have to start working. Not exactly. Just, just uh, when I started um, sixth form, which I don't, I don't uh, UK schooling. It's like the last sort of. How it's old the last you? bit before uni. I would. Ooh, how old would I be? Sixteen. I'd be like sixteen or seventeen at that point. 
Probably can 16. You, is there anything you can share with me in terms of like concrete stuff about moments or like just what it was like being 16 and sort of realizing you can't afford to be lazy anymore? Uh, this sixth form is one of these ones where like I, I didn't realize how much I hated it until I left. And I think I genuinely have suppressed a lot of it because I don't remember it very well, which is strange for how recent it is. But I, it's all one big blur of just not enjoying myself and hoping to get through it. Um, and I don't know, there's moments where I did enjoy myself, but like overall, just the whole experience I found stressful. Um, but can you just tell me about that experience? What comes to mind? I just I remember just being unhappy with it, like just being like, I hate this. I can't wait to leave. And don't get me wrong. I had good friends and the social elements were great when they were things I could focus on, but half of the time I couldn't. So I just felt like, wow, this, I don't enjoy this. I, this isn't great. You know, uh, it was just a period that, but I, and I considered leaving a lot. Um, I never did. Um, I, I'm not even hundred percent convinced that I wouldn't have done COVID kicked us out early. And I'm not convinced that I would have made it to the very, very end. I was getting really getting to the end of my tether by the end of it. Um, but, but they kicked us out early and, and, and that, and they kind of, they, we didn't take exams. I don't know if you heard much about like what happened in the UK with that, but they just kind of went, Hey, you know, it's not safe to get all these kids in exam rooms. We're just going to work out your grades from the work you've done over the past two years. And uh, you're done. Have fun. Like you've done what you can. We're just going to use everything we've got up until now. Um, so they kicked us out early. Um, and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Guess I'm, guess I'm done. How did you feel about that? Uh, a little bit worried because obviously I hadn't treated. So there's two parts of me. There's like a little part of you that's worried because there was no warning to that. There was no like, hey, I mean, they say this throughout school, but you never really believe it because it's like, hey, in the scenario that on the way to an exam, you get run over by a car and break your legs. We'll use your previous word. But like, like what's the chances, right? And then all of a sudden that thing actually happens. It's like, hey, we're actually using your stuff. And you're like, well, I didn't treat this like it was going to be the thing that decides what grades I get in the end. Like, uh, that's a little bit stressful. But I also knew that these things have been graded throughout school and I was doing well. So I was like, ultimately, I should be fine. There's no reason I shouldn't get A's. I've been getting A's pretty much throughout this. I, I should be fine. Uh, at which point I went, okay, guess I got to wait till August. It's March. <laughs> like, and that was it. I was done. Like, and and I, I didn't go get a job. I'm like, well, I was like, well, I had, you know, I worked um, through my summers. Uh, so I was like, eh, I, I got money. I don't need a job. I'm just going to enjoy it because, I mean, I, you know, when's the okay. world going to be like this again? Yes. So you were um, in school and you were hating it, right? Is that right? You yeah. were in school and you were hating it? Right towards that end part. Yeah, definitely. And Which was, was abnormal for me. There was a chance that if COVID didn't happen, you wouldn't have finished school? So that's the thing. Would I have probably, probably not. I, I really felt like I was getting to that point and a friend of mine dropped and then I was like, whoa, okay. That, that kind of, cause I constantly thought about it constantly. And I, I, but I cannot say I would have ever done it because how I, would you, I don't. How, think how would I, you have felt about yourself if you did do it? I don't know. Uh, depends what I went on to do afterwards. I think it w I think I would have had to wait till the consequence. If it was a, if there was a extreme, if the, or I say extremely negative consequence, if, if I perceived it to be an extremely negative consequence, uh, then I would have beat myself up about it. Uh, and if I got on fine, I, I wouldn't, I suppose I wouldn't have cared. Um, 
you know, it's like I dropped out of uni to do this, right? But th that made sense. I was doing well in this. And like, so, so the consequences are good. So all of a sudden, it's like, great. You know, like, like I made the right decision. And I, 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 I never think back on that. Like that is not something I think back on. And if a scenario like that would have happened where I found something that was amazing, then great. But if it didn't, then yeah, I would have been pretty annoyed. So this is where um, I'm going to say something that may be a bit judgmental and is, it's more of a hypothesis than a conclusion. Cool. But I get the sense like something just clicked for me. So like I think that what's really confused me this entire time, Jack, is like where you get the idea that you're lazy. Essentially, why don't you have faith in yourself? Because the, the tricky thing is, why do you need like external things to reassure you? You need external things fundamentally. If anyone out there is like listening, we need external things when we don't believe in ourselves, right? If I doubt my intelligence and I get an A, I feel reassurance from the external world. So reassurance from the external world really only like exists when I have insecurity. Does that make sense? So the mm. thing that's been really confusing about this whole conversation is I've been trying to understand, like I've thought from kind of early on that there's something, you know, why are you afraid of coasting? Why are you afraid of being lazy? You know, it sounds like you can really enjoy things and logically you understand that like you're still doing well and stuff like that. But at the root of this, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting this sense, like even when we talked about the conflict, I'm being dumb. That's mm. like that sort of thought that you have, like, where does that come from? Where did your mind mm. learn that you're dumb because it sounds like you did well in school. Sounds like you're pretty successful. Sounds like you're pretty driven. I was really confused about there's some like, there's this like nugget of something which feels incompetent to me within you that you mm. believe about yourself. And so <laughs> you look for these big external things. Like if I'm the number one Twitch streamer, or I retire or things like that, then you'll have such a blanket reassurance that that thing won't have a leg to stand on. And I've seen that thing manifest in your words like over and over and over again. It manifests. I want you to go back and watch this and just listen to the number of times you say, but you'll say something <laughs> yeah. that's like really logical. And then you'll be like, but, and even the most extreme manifestation, which like I've tried really hard to not be encouraging or reassuring to you because I had a mm. feeling that the second I say, Jack, I think you're doing a great job. That thing would have popped up. And even despite the fact that like, I didn't say it to you a single time, I've been sending you like positive reassuring vibes. It still yeah. popped up and it said, still hey, up on it, yeah. hey, you're tricking him. He doesn't hmm. really know who you are. And then it's like, wait, but what does that part of you believe about you? Right. Why does it think if, if you're, if you're tricking me into believing that you're a decent, good, hardworking human being, the only reason your mind would think that that's a trick is if it believed the opposite. Does that make sense? So that word mm. trick is very important because it gives us a clue to what you believe about yourself. And this also mm. is not, it's not like all of you believes this. It's just like a doubt that's lingering. It's a part yeah, of your yeah. mind. It's, it's there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think that for me, what just clicked is like, I believe that despite all your success, despite how good you are at grinding, despite all of your parental support, despite all of the faith that you do have in yourself, you know mm. that you're capable. Mm-hmm. You could have dropped out of school. Yeah. And there's this part of like, and, and I wonder if this is sort of it. And this is something I leave you with a hypothesis as opposed to a conclusion, because I don't really know. We'd have to have another two hour conversation. But no. what I'm really hearing is like, despite everything that you have to be proud of, just think about how terrifying that is for you to like be so smart and be so hardworking and be able to grind and still essentially wash out 
Like, that would be such a blow to, like, what you're capable of in this life. Does that make sense? It's like, if you can wash out a school despite all the stuff that you're good at, like, you know, if the tedium gets too much for you to handle, and I don't think it's about intelligence, I think it's about laziness. Because what would you tell yourself if you dropped out of school? Like, you're fucking lazy. You could have done it. You just couldn't cut it. And I may be like making things a little bit extreme and I'm kind of doing that on purpose because I, I don't really know if this is connected for you. It may not connect. It may just, I just may be wrong here. Yeah. But I, this, I, I, yeah. But this whole time, like of all of the things that really surprised me, Jack, out of everything you've said, it's the idea that you could have dropped out of school, hmm. right? You describe yourself as a good student. You're a hard worker. You try really hard to like, you're like e easy to set targets, just like. If this person says, do this, I'm going to be like the best employee I can. It's simple. Mm. There's one thing that has happened, which has run contrary to everything that you've said. And that's you could have failed out, dropped out, or been mm. unable to do school. Mm. And so something tells me, I wonder if like sort of that core of doubt, this sort of idea that I am lazy, this fear that you could wind up lazy, because now what's happening is you got saved. You get that? It was like you were losing this game and then like your your opponent in the grand finals DC'd. Right. Because yeah. COVID happened. And so like mm. you dodged a bullet, you never got tested. You didn't mm. know. Like, sure, like logically you're like, oh yeah, like I may have I probably would have been fine. But there's some part of you that I wonder if you like you got saved. Like, do you feel that way? I don't know. I really, I struggle to say, because I honestly, I've, I, there's plenty of times where I feel like quitting a lot of things and I never do it. So, you know, but that was like, I used to say that basically every week. I'm like, I'm not sure if I can do this. I, I really hated it. I'm not quite sure what about it I really, really hated. Um, there, I think there's a few elements. And I think per, uh, there's just a part of me that there's, I don't think I was in my mentally soundest place at that point. And that was, that was a lot of added stress anyway. Um, so yeah. I feel like, it was more of a mental sort of like, I don't know if I can deal with the stress of this sort of thing. Um, and so what is someone who can't deal with the mental stress of it? What would you call that person? Uh, you see, my brain's saying weak, but that feels harsh. Um, I, I feel like that's not necessary. Like, I feel there like, it is like again. That, that's harsh. But you see, the, you see the two sides? Yeah. Your brain comes up with an answer, and I think that's how you would have felt, right? Mm. And I don't think you could convince me otherwise that like, if you would have felt weak, like, sure, there's I constantly this constantly told myself that I wasn't, I would have been like, no, it's reasonable that you did. I would have done the, the logic thing, but then deep down no, I think I would exactly have. right. That's the thing. Because I think logically you're doing a good job, but I think deep down and, and that's where like, so I think going forward, you know, here's my advice for you, for lack of a better term. The first is to like notice the butts. So like, mm. just notice that sometimes you're conflicted. Second thing mm. is notice that like neither side is stupid. I think like you don't need, don't force yourself to change yet. I just want you to like, like digest this conversation and just like think about what we've talked about and notice mm -hmm. the manifestations of these things. Is there a part of you that really feels like, you know, unless you do this, like it is all going to come crumbling apart. Are you basically definitely, like definitely. The, the grind is the grind to overcome like, and this is going to sound harsh, the fundamental weakness that exists within you. Yeah, probably. Like, that, that, that sounds about right. I'd say, I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm very, 
I'm really afraid of like this falling apart because I don't know what I'd do without it. I don't know if I could pick myself back up and just get on. I I, I don't know what I'd do. Like I, I really don't, and that's terrifying. Deep down, Jack, what are you? I I I I don't want to say it, and that's interesting. But that interesting. You're, you're 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 fishing for weak, and I'm and I know that, but I don't want to say it. Um, because I'm like, no, I'm not weak. I'm, I'm offended Fair. at the fact that you'd even suggest it, but I know that's not your suggestion. Yep. But I, I am bringing it out because I want oh, that yes, reaction. Right. So I, I, mm. I know you're not going to say it because, because even if you, if you felt confident in yourself, you could say it. Do you get that? Right. Oh, okay. That, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Cause like, like, uh-huh. like Jack, are you stupid? You could say yes. Like. You would have no problem saying yes, I think. Yeah, no, I could say that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Right? I don't feel stupid. So I'd be it, like, yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? So that's confidence. So it's okay. Like, I don't need you to say it, I'm, but I'm just bringing it up, and I'm, I'm glad. So you're No, it, it was at, a good point. It was a good point. Yeah, yeah, right? And you're like, I'm not going to say it. Uh-uh. Good. Yeah. Right? So that's the problem. Is like, And it's like, here's the wildest thing, which I don't know if you're going to be able to accept yet. I think it's okay for you to be weak. I think it's okay for you to be not enough. I think whatsoever you are, I know it sounds kind of weird, like is enough. And I'm not just saying that because I'm not saying that because like everyone is enough. I don't think that. Mm. I think some people genuinely do need to be doing more in life. I Mm. think in your case, I do think you're doing a fantastic job. And I think it's okay Mm. for you to have parts of weakness within you. Because I know this sounds kind of weird. I have faith in all of the parts of you that have overcome that part of weakness. I don't think you need to be perfect. You can be flawed. You don't have to be 100%. And we can still bet on you, right? I would bet on you any day of the week. I don't need you to get an A. I don't need to have an external assurance that like you're going to do great. I can put faith in the part of you that works hard. I can put faith in the part of you that like, you know, tries to make people happy. I can put faith in those parts and I don't need assurances, but I suspect that's going to be quite foreign to you. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to. I am very, I'm very difficult to convince without evidence. Uh, in its simplest uh, what's, terms, what's, in, in its very simplest what, terms. But that, hold on a second. I'm not trying to give you evidence. What word am I using? No, you're not. No. What do I no. have for you? Faith, yeah. So what is faith? Uh, I suppose, for want of a better term, blind belief. Absolutely, right? It's about the absence of evidence. Mm. So that's my point. And that's what's going to be hard for you. This is just one conversation. So you've got time. You don't have to figure it out tomorrow. Yeah, of course. But I think essentially what you need is like you're trying so hard to fix everything, to reassure yourself. Because once you have that thing in the bank account, you don't need faith anymore because you've got certainty. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What you need to learn is how to have faith in yourself, that it's okay that you don't need to be perfect. You don't have to be number one on Twitch. You don't need $100 million in the bank account. That you will actually be okay, like just because of who you are. Hmm. But I recognize yeah. that's foreign. So... No, but but it's it's a very, uh, it was very comforting to hear that. You know, that was a very comforting sort of like monologue, which I was like, yeah, you know, if I could really subscribe to that, then, and that's not to say I ignored it either, that it did sink, but not, it, it obviously it doesn't change overnight, does it? But yes. No, no, no. So, so I, I like that. That's actually progress. You know why that's wholesale progress? Well, Because you that? said, if I could subscribe to that instead of I should subscribe to that, but.
It's very mm. subtle, but that's mm. exactly where you need to be. If mm. I could, you need to play around with these things, Jack. Explore mm. them, like navigate them. You stop telling yourself what you should do and start exploring. I know it sounds kind of small, but for me, that's like, that's a big uh, win. That does, sound quite, that does sound quite big. Yeah, yeah, Right? It's different from the way that yeah, you've been talking. Thing. Yeah, like, sorry, like yeah. you just need to figure things out. It's Because so far, this entire conversation, it's been, I know the right answer, but. Mm. Or this is how I feel, but it's always been torn between black and white, right? This is the first time that I've heard you say something that like, oh, like, I wonder if I can do this. It's curiosity. Mm. It's, it's exploration as opposed to choice. Mm. Yeah. And very practically, I think just give yourself a chance to, you know, if you're feeling paralyzed, you know, start to like look in yourself and try to ask yourself like, okay, like, is this me like feeling weak? Is this me afraid of being weak? Is this me afraid of like, do I have that fear? Just notice the fear within yourself. And ask yourself, what is this fear driving me to do? And can I set aside the fear for a little time, a while? Can I be reassuring? Right? Can I be like almost an older brother to like 17-year-old me who is afraid that I may actually like quit school? And be like, hey man, like even if you have to quit, that's okay. I have faith that you'll land on your feet. Yeah. Questions? Thoughts? No, I, I think it's a good, I think, yeah, you, it's a very, I think one, you, you understood it well, which is always very nice. Cause I think it, to me, I think seeing it mapped out like that's great because it's also just a very confusing conflicts yeah. inherently confusing. And, and, and so to see it mapped out in a way that's like makes sense is great. Uh, and then, uh, I think, yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. Just, just kind of having a bit more blind faith in, in things generally. I think, I think we've really focused this inwards, but, but. Me as a person, I, I could probably benefit from just b believing things more. I'm horribly skeptical. Um, and no, don't believe no. things more. Explore. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yes. All right. So. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't change who you are, Jack. You're great, bro. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but you know, I I think faith sometimes has to be like found, right? Like. Because I, I, you got to be careful because there may, may be a part of your mind that hijacks that and says, oh, like, Jack, you should believe more. You should have more faith. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, which so, is, which is uh, okay, that is what You happened. see what I'll I mean? That. Like, it'll, it'll be, it'll it'll be yeah, sneaky. Yeah. And then you'll start beating yourself up for not having enough belief having enough faith. faith. Right, yeah. Right, yeah, right. Like, logically, like, people who have more faith tend to do better in life, so I should have more faith. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good way. Yeah, 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 right. Okay. So, so anyway, I I kind of torpedoed what you were saying. I'm sorry. But... No, no, no. But it, I'm glad you did because I would have left this having like seen it like that. So yeah. you did a good so, job. You did a very so, good but job. do you see like? And the big takeaway I want you to have, Jack, is notice that there's this thing in your mind which is going to be like, it's like malware almost. That'll like, yeah. it'll pop up no matter like what like even with this discussion of faith and belief, it'll insert itself into that. Yes. So as best as you can, what you really need to do more than anything else is just notice that it's activity. Don't try to stop it. Don't try to control it. Yeah. Just see like, okay, the next time I'm torn and the next time I'm busy, ask yourself, where is this coming from? When you're mentally busy, oh God, I can't afford to move. It's yeah. going to come from this place. Look, look at, okay, what, where, why do I feel like I'm too busy? Why do I feel like I have no much, no time? Where is this coming from? And then there's going to be a bunch of logic. That's going to be like layers one, two, and three. And then mm. subsurface, there's going to be something else. There's going to be either a fear that like, oh my God, what if this falls apart? 
some kind of uncertainty, some kind of lack of faith. And like, even then, you don't have to change it. Just be like, oh, wow, there's a part of me that's really afraid. Acknowledge it. Bring right. it to the surface instead of fighting with the logic. Mm -hmm. And I think the more you're able to do that, the better you'll be. All right. Thank you. Thoughts? Questions? I feel like we're at a good stopping point. How do you feel? No. Yeah, I, that, that, that feels quite conclusive. That, uh, okay. that feels like good advice. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Do you like meditating? Do you want to learn how to meditate? That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I find it very interesting. Okay. Have you ever meditated before? Uh, it's little bits, nothing crazy. Just, just, just a little dabbling. I think, um, I, I think it's something I was like, yeah, I could benefit from that. So I played around with it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, um, let me just think for a second. Okay, I'm going to give you a choice. Mm -hmm. Do you want to... So there's a part... I'm going to hypothesize for a moment. There's a part of your psyche that mm -hmm. is afraid that you're weak. Okay? Sure. I'm just, yeah. just going to assume that, okay? It may not be true. Yeah. No, yeah. If I were to give you a choice, if you wanted to understand that part or digest that part and make it go away... Like basically fix it or understand it. Which one would you pick? Ooh. Ooh, that's difficult. Because like in my head, if I understood it, maybe I could defeat it. But then then that would, that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, understanding it would be great. But then it's so I could fix it. So ultimately, would I prefer to fix it or understand it? That's, ooh. Neither one is better from my perspective. No, it's just no, no, what, I... what instinctively hmm. appeals to you. Uh, no, I think I'd like to understand it. Okay. So we're going to do a technique that we do from time to time. It's going to be called, I call it charging the laser beam. Okay. okay. It's going to be kind of weird. So what I'm going to ask you to do is sit up straight mm -hmm. and then I'm going to kind of demonstrate. We're going to take our, I, I don't want, I don't you know. You realize how unstraight I was sat. My God. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if, saying you're, that. if you're, are, how tall are you? Uh, like five, nine. Okay. Are you, is your back straight when you sit in that chair? Yeah. Like straight, straight? Uh, uh, hold on. Maybe it's not actually. Now, now you've acknowledged it. Hold on. Okay. Now, I'm now not leaning against the chair. I'm just sat straight. That, okay. That, that is and are you comfortable straight. like this? Yeah. No, okay. So this technique is going to have two parts. Do you want theory mm -hmm. or you want to just jump into the practice? What no, would you no, yeah, no, I love theory. That'd be great. Okay. So kind of taking a step back there are these seven things called chakras or yes. chakras yes. Mm -hmm. and each one is supposed to govern a particular kind of um like part of our being so yeah. for example yeah. there's a chakra that governs desire there's a chakra that governs digestion so uh, there's some mm -hmm. actually there's very little evidence to support any of this chakra theory uh, no, yeah. there 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 is some evidence that their heart chakra meditations are specifically useful for treating depression and compassion, but the studies right. are very, very small. We haven't really looked at the other chakras. Okay, so people think I'm a good psychiatrist, which in a sense I am, but I think a lot of the reason that I'm able to do what I do is because I do a particular set of third eye practices, which govern my ability to understand and like give me intuition. It's sort of like leveling up my intuition skill. Yeah, yeah. As a scientist, I, I wonder if what the yogis kind of figured out is that there are different parts of the brain that somehow get like activated or strengthened by doing particular meditation practices. 
And right, maybe yeah. it's not like some sort of mystical, like third eye sight, but just like doing these kinds of practices somehow enhance our ability to like pay attention or something like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So I'm going to teach you a third eye practice that is theoretically designed to um, give you a sense of intuition or understanding. Right. Okay. Um, what I can be pretty sure about is that numerous studies of meditation suggest that what you do is not actually that important, but there's a set of scientific, highly provable benefits, which you will get from this practice. This includes improvements in, in focus, attention, memory, reductions in stress and cortisol. So like those kinds of things you're going to get no matter what I teach you. Okay. So right. Right. at the least you'll get that stuff. Hopefully it'll help you with things like decision-making. And on the top yeah. end, if we're really lucky and all that weird mystical stuff turns out to be true, then, or even some of it turns to be true, then maybe you'll get some kind of weird like insight into yourself. Yes. That'd be excellent. Okay. <laughs> so this, this practice is going to have two phases. One, I'm going to take my middle finger and I'm going to hover it above the space between my eyebrows. So I don't want to touch. Okay. And I'm going to do this with my eyes closed. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. So I'm just going to demonstrate. Okay. And then what I'm yeah. going to really pay attention to is the sensation in my forehead over where my middle finger is hovering. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's going to sound kind of weird, but you'll feel, maybe feel something. So you just want to focus on your forehead, where the finger is pointing. That's going okay. to be phase one of the practice. We're going to do that with our eyes closed. Okay. If you happen to get some kind of sensation there, then we've got two additional steps to the practice. One is to then relax the, the hand and just focus on the sensation on your forehead. The mm -hmm. second is when you breathe in, imagine that you're going to feel the breath. Mm -hmm. in your nostrils but imagine that that breath is going up and into okay. that point and as you breathe right. out imagine that it's coming out of that point too so we're gonna go okay kind of thing okay so i'm gonna sort of walk you through it i may ask you one or two questions um That's just nice. to kind of see where you are there isn't a right way or a wrong way to do the practice people have different experiences okay so sit right. up straight mm -hmm. close your eyes mm -hmm. and start by just noticing your breathing Mm -hmm. So go ahead and breathe. Let's say take, so you're on breath number two. Good. Give me one more. Beautiful. Nice, slow exhalation. And now go ahead and take, you can continue breathing. Take the right, uh, your right hand, middle finger. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and place it. Uh, kind of, yeah, like don't touch your forehead, but try to bring it really, really close. And what I want you to do is like, notice the sensation of your finger. Do you feel anything on your forehead? Just like, like pressure, I guess it's it, almost, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. Is it like almost as if it's being touched, but not quite. It's like, it's yep. conscious of the fact that there's something there. Yeah, so I want you to just focus on that. You can try to bring your finger a little bit closer. Oh, yeah, I moved it quite a lot, actually. Yep, there you go. So now focus on that. You feel that pressure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you can go ahead and relax for a little bit. You can mm -hmm. let your hand come down. And just focus on the sensation. Do you still feel the pressure? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we're going to focus on that for about 15 seconds. And now I want you to bring your finger back. We're going to do this a second and a third time where okay. you kind of bring it over and sort of feel that pressure. Let the finger kind of strengthen the pressure, if you will. And now let your hand come down. Focus on the sensation in your forehead. We're going to go for another 15 seconds or so. And now for the third round, we're going to hold it there for about a minute now. So really mm -hmm. try to point your finger towards your forehead. For lack of a better term, feel the energy in that spot. Now bring your hand down. So now I want you to breathe into it. So feel that point on your forehead, and as you breathe in, you'll feel the inhalation, the cool air enter your nostrils, go up into your forehead. And then as you exhale, feel the warmth come out. And go ahead and do about five breaths. Now what I'm going to do is just give you a choice. So if you felt the sensation and kind of enjoyed that, you can drive your attention into the spot on your forehead. It's almost like imagine that your mind is behind your forehead and that you can focus and concentrate your mind into that spot. And if you preferred the breath, you can breathe into it. Whichever one just feels better for you. We'll practice for a period of about three minutes. If you get bored of one, you can do the other.
And now go ahead and take a deep breath in and out. Let yourself start to return to the world. You're sitting in your chair, in your new place, you're Jack, you're 19 years old. Notice the facets of your reality start to come back, who you are, where you are. You may be hungry, you may be thirsty, you may have errands to run. And notice that for a time you stepped outside of your life and just existed. You are neither success nor failure. You are neither an A student or an F student. You may have even lost track of your name, your gender, your job, that these are all parts of life. But there's almost a timeout space that you stepped into. And now put your palms together in front of you, kind of like in namaste position, if you know what that is. So touch your palms together. Then rub them together. Rub, 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 rub. So you feel heat, tension, energy. And then cup them over your eyes. Cup your palms over your eyes. Take a deep breath in and slowly exhale and open your eyes while covered by your hands. And then when you're ready, put your hands down. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How do you feel? Good. That was good. I was, yeah, no, it's, it's very like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I think that that's doing no, it yeah, right. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, I, I, I think the whole point of it feels like I shouldn't really come out with many thoughts about it. I feel like it was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah that, that that's, was yeah. great. No, that, that's what I think you did really well. Like you're like, it was the whole thing was like, that's the whole, yeah, that means you're doing it right. So I think that's <laughs> the tricky thing about meditation is the more you describe it, the more it actually confuses people. Because if you say, oh, it was like so peaceful, like, oh my God, I saw. So someone in our chat said that this felt like charging a laser beam. I think that made a lot of sense to me, but. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. 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 Now, now, <laughs> now you've said it. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, but it's like, if I told you like, hey, this is a charging the laser beam practice, people are like, what? Yeah. Um, no, that's now, now I've done it. I get what you mean. Yeah. But beforehand. Yeah. No, totally. So overall, um, it, you know, if, if it worked for you, it worked for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say that you can do this practice for like 15 minutes a day, uh, ideally okay. three days a week. I mean, so, uh, yeah, three days a week. Um, if you bump it up to about five days a week, you'll get a little bit more benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you can do like, you know, whatever variation felt right. You can start off with some deep breathing. Mm -hmm. You can use the finger to charge the laser beam. But as, if you feel that sensation, that's really what you're focusing on. And so the finger yeah. can be used to trigger the sensation or make you aware of the sensation. But mm -hmm. once you felt enough or your Agna Chakra starts to activate and energy mm -hmm. starts to flow through it, you may no longer need the finger. Right. Um, and then your, that, sorry, your third eye chakra. And then mm -hmm. in terms of you, you can decide like if you want to just focus on it and you, you can hold your attention on it long enough, that's totally fine. If your mind starts to wander, you can go to the breath and kind of imagine like a V going up into your forehead and exhaling. You can do a combination mm -hmm. of both. You can do like, you know, basic breathing for five minutes, centering yourself, finger, five minutes of uh, breath, and then five minutes mm -hmm. of just concentrating on that spot and driving your energy into it mm -hmm. and then kind of wrap up. Cool. Cool. 
Oh, by the way, I, you know, I didn't ask you to tell us like who you are and where they can find you. I assumed everyone already knew because you're so big, but why don't you go oh, ahead no, and tell us thank anyway? You. Uh, I, I am Jack Manifold TV on, on everything, pretty much. I, I don't think there's anything I'm not. So if you want to look me up pretty much anywhere, I, I'm on most things. So, and, uh, and what can people expect if they come and check you out? Uh, oh God, uh, lots of things. I tend to just, uh, do what I enjoy. YouTube, I go out and do things. Twitch, I sit here and do things. Um, that's, that's basically it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. So check, check out Jack for like, you know, someone who sits and does things or goes, I do things. things. I try and be funny while I do things. It, the things vary, but the, the, the kind of key is that I'm here and I'm trying to be funny at least. Okay. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming and, oh, and thank good you. Luck I appreciate you. it. Um, thank you. And take care, man. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, there we go. All right. Right now, Amazon is offering some amazing extra perks that come with a job offer. If you start a warehouse job, you can get a $1,000 sign-on bonus. That means you start earning a paycheck right away, plus you get extra cash to use before the holidays. Applying is so easy, you don't even need an interview. It's never been so rewarding to start an hourly job that's close to home. So what are you waiting for? To join the team today, visit Amazon.com slash sign-on bonus. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.